Yes, thanks for joining us for On The Pace on this Wednesday morning as we are now only a few days out from the official beginning of the Carnival of Miracles for this year. Really looking forward to Friday night at Newcastle. We've now got all of those fields available for not only Newcastle on Friday night, their nine race car, but also Chariots of Fire night on Saturday night and several markets available with Tab already as well, which is very important because a lot of these group one races there really isn't a definitive uh, favorite and there's certainly going to be plenty of change to the market i know when it comes to the chariots of fire market there's already been uh, plenty of shuffling about bondi lockdown's been very easy krug's been solid and titian raider has been extra well backed for harry martin and glenn McElhenney. so if you're looking for a market for the feature races this weekend and new south wales oaks heats are open as well make sure you have a look at your tab app or the tab website yesterday we had a busy day we had uh, as well as Menangle Racing. We also had Young. Seven races at Menangle yesterday. Plenty of action there as well. There was a new trotter in town by the name of Majestic Trio, which certainly uh, grabbed everybody's attention for Brad Hewitt. Made a mistake at the start, but was still able to win. So that was a very impressive victory indeed. And later on in the card, the last, I Cast No Shadow for Jason Grimson and Cameron Hart was able to demolish a really quality field for a Tuesday afternoon event. The likes of Rock and Marty, Double Encounter. Crunch time was quite disappointing, but he was able to get the job done. I cast no shadow in 149 and 3. Was very well backed and duly delivered at his about sixth run at Menangle. He's certainly looking uh, as though he's getting used to that style of racing and that was slick 149 and 3 on a Tuesday afternoon and at Young last night Nathan Hurst had a night out he was able to win four of the seven races on that card there was a smaller trial session at Menangle yesterday made up mainly of two-year-olds so a few names to look out for smirks like a boss went around in 140 I should say 158 nine a two-year-old colt by smiling shard so he was able to get the job done in 158 nine a couple of new trotters for the Kerry and Morris team Metro Swish and also such a sweetheart went about erupt strides in 56 and five a high price dealing purchase out of New Zealand last year for Emilio and Mary Rosati by Better's Delight out of Heart of Dixie so he looks as though he's above average and Turbo Stride another Better's Delight some out of Bonnie Jones so they certainly weren't cheap last year, those two Colts, but they're already on the board as trial winners this season. We've got in the gig this afternoon, so make sure uh, that you tune in to that for a comprehensive look ahead to this weekend's racing, 6 p.m. on Sky Racing 2 and Bathurst tonight as well. Eight races, the first at 5.53. Greg Sugars has a very, very busy weekend upcoming. In fact, a very busy few days upcoming. He's driving at Maryborough today, then he's got Penrith, uh, tomorrow night, rolling into Newcastle and then Tabcourt Park, Menangle. So he's covering plenty of territory, but he's been kind enough to give us a few minutes of his time this morning to discuss what is going to be an important weekend as well, because he's got several key chances to start off this year's carnival. Good morning, Greg. Thanks for your time. Uh, it seems as though you'll be getting plenty of miles under the belt over the next few days. Yeah, good morning, Britt. Um, yeah, it's going to be a uh, you know, pretty hectic sort of uh, schedule, but I'm um, really looking forward to it. We've got some uh, quality drives and good races, so uh, it's always great to be a part of it. Let's discuss some of those feature races. We'll focus in on them, the first of which is the Newcastle Mile on Saturday night. And 
yourself and Jess's runner Triple Eight goes around here. I'm sure you would have been hoping for a better barrier draw than the eight, but uh, I guess it's only a bad barrier after the race, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Just a starting position, really. Um, but yeah, no, he's in terrific form. Um, he's you know came through the uh, Inter Dominion series um, really, really well, and his runs back here down in Victoria have been uh, full of merit. Um, so yeah, very happy with him. And wasn't Newcastle wasn't uh, originally on our uh, our radar. We we're going to miss him and go straight to the sprints the following week. But he uh, since the Hunter Cup, he's just really done so well and. Um, was really full of beans um, throughout last week, so we just thought we'll as well head up a week early with him and uh, and try our luck. Just back to that Hunter Cup, it, it just simply wasn't run the way that he really needs it to be run, was it? It was a race that was always going to be near on impossible for horses back in the field to get into, so you must have still been really happy with his effort uh, to not be that far away in sixth. Yeah, exactly right. Um, you know, he, he, he ran the fastest last... Uh, 400 metres of anyone in the race uh, coming three and four wide of the turn, which is it's hard to do at the best of times um, in that greater racing, and especially when the race was sort of run uh, to really suit the front markers. So, um, yeah, he basically had no hope the way the race was run, but um, to get as close as he did and finish off as well as he did, um, we're obviously extremely proud of that effort. You mentioned that it wasn't on the the original plan to come here to Newcastle, and I know that he's a horse that you've mentioned in the past really does thrive on racing and can probably pretty quickly get away on you as well if he's not racing. So a fortnight here from the Hunter Cup to the Newcastle Mile, was it a case of the fact that he raced well at Newcastle during the Inter-Dominion series that also gave you a little bit more confidence that this is a, a logical target for him? Absolutely. Spot on there. Um, yeah, that obviously holds no fears for us to go back to, to Newcastle and race. Um, he did run very well um, in his heat run of the Inter up there. So, um, no, that was also a, a very significant contributing factor for us to decide um, to head up there this week. What about the mile? These horses are getting plenty of experience under varying circumstances over the last few months. We had the Inter-Dominion where they raced over three different distances. Now he's had a few country cups into the Casey Classic, into the Hunter Cup over the long trip, and then a fortnight later he's turning up in a sprint trip event as well. Is he, in your mind, better suited to longer distance racing, or are you of the opinion that the mile will be no issue for him? Uh, the mile will definitely be no issue for him. Um, he's obviously a Group 1 winner uh, down here. Um, he won the Caduceus Classic over the mile, and... Um, being uh, obviously a Kiwi originally, um, he actually hasn't had a lot of experience racing the mile. The um, majority of the races that he was racing in his homeland were, were obviously long distance and um, and most of them have been here to some degree, but he has had a few goes at it and he's performed very, very well. Um, it's just testament to the standard bred in general of how uh, versatile they are and um, yeah, most horses, especially at this level, um, are very adaptable and um, yeah, it certainly holds no no challenges for him um, whether it's over the short trip or the long trip, he seems to race pretty much uh, the same uh, regardless of the distance so um, yeah, certainly not, not worried about that at all. He's certainly been a real revelation, particularly in the last six months he's just slotted into the grand circuit so perfectly how does Friday night play out? We know that he's not a brilliant gate speed horse so I guess that's sort of taken out of your hands particularly from the draw but 
it's a race with plenty of Victorian representation. Max Delight and Mac Dan have drawn really well and you would have got a look at the likes of Majestic Cruiser and Expensive Ego and Bonsell Benjamin throughout the Inter Dominion series. Who do you think leads the Newcastle Mile? Um, you'd, you'd think Bonsell Benjamin probably um, looks the horse, the fastest horse off the gate. Um, in the middle row draw probably really suits um, the mile start at Newcastle from uh, my short experience there. So I would think that they'd be obviously aiming up for that position and look really well placed to get that uh, that spot in my eyes. Yeah, well, and aside from that and whoever lands wherever, it must give you confidence that you're able to defeat expensive ego at his, well, on his merits last time out, and, and he's the favourite going into the race. We know that there's been a couple of uh, issues raised from the team, but uh, he's certainly not out of that on Friday night, the Newcastle Mile Triple Eight, and of course that being a Group $100,000 race, but even aside from that, the first horse through to the Miracle Mile will come out as the victor. On Saturday night, the Chariots of Fire, it's a race this year that's just really interesting in my mind. I think it's a race where there's probably seven or eight key winning hopes and I think your guy's a, a brilliant chance, better Eclipse. He was sensational last week. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's really uh, opened up, I think, the race and um, and the draw, um, you know, the closer it's uh, we've got to it. Um, I think probably a lot of people would have thought, um, going back a few weeks, that there's realistically only maybe, you know, a very small amount, maybe two or three genuine winning chances in this sort of race. But, um, yeah, a lot of horses are sort of starting to put their hand up and stand up to be counted on um, the closer we've got to this race. And the way the draws sort of form through, I think it's, uh, that's opened it up even more. And um, it, it's a great group of four-year-olds, and um, I have no doubt it's going to be a very exciting um, fast-run race. So very pleased with uh, the way our fellow went last week and hit the line um, very, very sharp, and um, yeah, he's got a got the great draw, um, which you know, realistically, I think he needed um, to say he is a potential winning chance in this sort of race. Um, so yeah, really happy with the way all the cards have fallen so far. He went straight to last week's Powerface Adios. He didn't target the Bonanza. Was that just a week too early? Because it has been a short turnaround for these horses that contested the Vic Bread, or was it always your decision that with the first four guaranteed to run through the New South Wales qualifiers that you were going to, to target that instead? Yeah, that was always the plan um, to Mr Bonanza. Um, it was timing thing as well, but I thought the uh, the, um, the the biggest, the chance of uh, more horses getting through in the New South Wales heats would suit us better. Um, but yeah, he had a sort of a, a short freshen up after the Big Bread series and uh, when he came back from Sydney as well. So he needed a bit of a break to recharge the batteries and it was just going to be a, a little bit uh, too much of a rush to get him ready the week earlier for, for the Bonanza. So yeah, that was, um, that was pretty quickly ruled out and, um, and yeah, the Sydney heats were our focus. In terms of his gate speed, he's probably not a, a noted gate speed horse, but it's clear that he loves Menangle. He's got a great record there now. But just looking back on that Vic Bread run, he drew one in that final as well. And yes, he was crossed, but I think he probably maybe has a little bit more gate speed than people give him credit for. What, I guess, is your opinion of his early speed? Because it will be important there for speed maps on Saturday night. Yeah, he, he does get out the gate quite good when uh, when he needs to. Um, in recent racing, we've sort of elected to drive him uh, conservative early. Um, 
he sort of follows speed really, really well. So when that uh, situation looks likely that uh, we don't have to use him early, I sort of that's his uh, preferred uh, game plan, um, I suppose you could say. But um, yeah, he, he does have the gate speed there when when required. So um, in this sort of race, drawn one, I think uh, he's sort of got to use it to, to some extent. But we will be mindful of um, not going too hard uh, too soon. But um, yeah, it, uh, I can definitely assure you that there is some speed there when required. That's the Chariots of Fire at Group 1 level on Saturday night. You've also got two other drives on that card. Joanne Joe goes around in the first of the New South Wales Oaks heats. We last saw her when she ran uh, third in the Vic Bread final at a big price going back to New Year's Eve. I can't see a trial in preparation for this, but it's not like Emma Stewart to not have her horses spot on when the big races roll around. And for her to travel away from home, you would assume that she's going to be competitive in this series. Yes, you would imagine so. Um, you know, they don't usually travel if they haven't got uh, a realistic chance. So um, she's got a good draw and she is a quality filly. Not that I've uh, had a many, uh, much experience with her in the past, but I've certainly watched her race plenty of times before. And, um, yeah, from the good draw, um, as long as the camp are happy with her, which, you know, you would imagine they are, um, I think she, yeah, she should run a quite a competitive race. And Margita and the Robin Dundee, what was your assessment of her last week? Uh, probably a fraction disappointing over the concluding stages, um, to be honest. like She she did a little bit out the gate to find the front, but um, travelled so well in the run and uh, really felt like the winner off the turn and just didn't quite finish off as well as we would have liked. But um, looking back on it now, perhaps you know she was a pretty brave second um, the week before behind Spellbound been quite a solid race which was uh um coming up from a, a you know having a few weeks away from the racetrack too so having said that you know with the trip up and everything she may have just needed that uh that run again um and you know hopefully she's had a good week on the track and and she'll be a little bit uh sharper and better for that experience because um yeah she's a very high quality mare as we know when she's 100 percent. but um yeah I, I thought she was just a fraction off her game it's going to be a really big weekend, several key chances in the feature races, but more immediately, we're only about an hour out from the first at Maryborough. Do you have anything for us there today for our Sky Sports Radio listeners? Looks as though you have a few chances. What's your best? Um, yeah, tough day at the office, I think. Uh, there's a few chances there. Um, rocking with Sierra is probably late in the day that um, is uh, probably dropping back in grade from recent starts, so... Um, I think she should uh, have a really good hope, but probably my best drive of the day comes up in uh, race five, what's called uh, Rockphone, who's drawn quite handy and um, racing quite well for the, the Manics team. So that's probably my best chance of the day. All right, race five, number three, Rockphone, and also Rocking with Sierra goes around race eight, number six. Really appreciate your time this morning, Greg, and best of luck this weekend. Thanks a lot, Brittany. Greg Sugar's there this morning with key chances in both this weekend's Group 1 races. Triple Eight at Newcastle and Better Eclipse in the Chariots of Fire, amongst others. Margita, she really has to race well this weekend to book her spot in the Ladyship Mile, which there's no doubt she deserves her position, but you have to run in four to guarantee your spot in that feature next Saturday night. That's on the pace for this Wednesday. Just a reminder, Bathurst this evening as well. Mick Gearham will be on board tomorrow here on Sky Sports Radio at 10.30 with plenty more to come over the coming days.